are listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny, a listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com. Podcasting to you from the cloudy forest of Meadowdale, Washington, where I am much more excited about graphene OS than I am about graphene oxide. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. Well, I don't think you should eat uh, anything containing graphene OS either. Uh, but from Cascade Locks, Oregon, I'm Andrew Hoffman. <laughs> well, gra- I, don't, I mean, graphene OS is an operating system. I know, but you, should, you, you know. I can't eat the it, phone you're you're saying? Yeah, don't eat the phone. That's a bad idea. <laughs> well, very good, very good. Always good to speak to you again, Andrew. Uh, just a couple of quick notes that before we get started, uh, just for everybody else out there. Uh, next week, we are both going to be on the road, so there will be no show. And then the week following, I will still be on the road. Andrew will be back, but I will still be on the road. So no show that week. So the next show... This is the seventh. We next show we're going to skip two weeks, so no show the fourteenth, no show the twenty-first, but on the twenty-eighth we will record yet another episode of this podcast. So just want to let everybody know, we've got a quick break coming up, uh, a couple of weeks. Just need to uh, both go. Uh, we're going to go visit some family and uh, be doing some flying. So pray for me out there. I got two little ones, and I'm going to be doing flying in this new biosecurity state. On that note, if anybody has any tips about traveling with kiddos at this time, please feel free to email them over, uh, revelationsradionews.com backslash contact. And you can send them over and just let me know, hey, this is a good tip. And Mr. Andrew, off, off to uh, to go see my, my future home state of Idaho. Oh. Go check it out. <laughs> so... Uh, this is this is off topic, but on topic. So, can you uh, humor me for a minute? Did you see Zuckbot have fun dot exe? Yes. <laughs> and what was that? Uh, was that in Idaho? Yeah. So the the context of this. Let me pl- let me play just the clip. We can talk. Yeah. So yeah. He is uh, whatever the thing is called, the hoverboard deal. It's one of those With an American flag. West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Anyway, it's Zuck Zuck Zuckbot is on board one of these like uh, hydro boards where the board sticks up and then it's got these hoses that shoot water down onto the bottom, and he's kind of strapped in. It's almost like a self-powering wakeboard, mm-hmm. but Zuckbot is holding. The American flag and listening to John Denver. Happy Fourth of July, as he's uh, skiing around. Uh, but a lot of people won't <laughs> recognize the subtext of that, especially those of us in the Northwest who have noticed the insanity that the last eighteen months has put onto the moving uh, patterns up here. And that that is Coeur d'Alene, man. Mm-hmm. That's Lake Coeur d'Alene over there in Idaho, which yeah. Idaho used to be the respite well, he, of. He the, was over uh, there for the the billionaire conference at Sun Valley. Oh, was he? Yeah, there was billionaire summer camp at uh, 
in Sun Valley, Idaho. So this I is that. I missed that this year. This is concerning because it's like, hey, that's going to be my new home state. I don't want any globalists moving there. But oh, buddy, so uh, I hate to tell <laughs> to inform you this guy who is going to be calling Idaho your home state. This problem has been happening for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, Lake Coeur d'Alene and then uh, even more disturbingly Priest Lake just north of it uh, have been the kind of takeover spots of many, many Hollywood moguls. Yeah, this is going to come as a a huge shock to you, but uh, the Coeur d'Alene area is not not where I'm looking at. (laughs) No, I I understand that, but I want you to understand something. Not in the market for a, a $3 million house on the lake there. I want you to understand something. Just north of it is a lake called Priest Lake, which is even more remote, but it has also suffered the same situation of billionaires buying up large swaths of land all the way around it. Um, Also, did you know that uh, the home prices of... Let me see if I can find this clip. uh, Boise? Yeah, no. Up like 55%? Yes, in one, one year. Yeah, Boise prices up 55% in one year. And that's not all. I sent a, I had another clip here. Let me see if I can find it. Well, I it. think that was the, and that was even, that, that was in the really graceful video that people sent us. And I'm sure you'll put it in the, the show notes. <laughs> sure. Good video about how there's lots of distractions out there. Her hypothesis is that it's to distract us from the fact that you know, the economy is living on borrowed time because they're printing money like there's no tomorrow, which is, which is a, a valid I, hypothesis. I think it's a good point. A lot of it you don't hear on the mainstream news ever, them talking yep. about inflation or the stock market being out of control or housing prices, you know, but that sort of stuff continues. No, I, here's another one I found. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Coeur d'Alene is hottest emerging housing market in U.S., Wall Street Journal reported the median sales price in the Coeur d'Alene region rose in March to 47, or excuse me, 476,900, an increase of 47% from one year earlier. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I have a couple thoughts on this. Number one, as soon as the lockdown started, I was ready to move. Like, I was ahead of the curve. I was like, okay, if we're all going to be locking down, moving into the future, cities are the bad place to be. We got to get out of here. And I was looking at, like, honestly, I was looking at Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, even Spokane, Washington, somewhere just uh, maybe just over the border out of Inslee's territory, Priest Lakes, you know, Boise, something like this. And as time went on, I started to realize that, you know, I can't, we can't, it, it was hard to, to, to really, we had a lot of life happen. For instance, a child was born and different things where it was never the right time. And then since then, I've started, I've kept thinking like, you know what, I was, I was definitely onto something there because a lot of people did make that move. Mm-hmm. Even I was ready to go in May of last year, but a lot of people still made that move since. So, and continue to, to this day. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you want to get away from the rich people fleeing, you know, Silicon Valley, Seattle, what have you, you got to move somewhere ugly. That's the the sad reality. So. Yeah. Yeah. That might, be, that might be true. So. Anyway. Scenic, the scenic locations will be overrun soon. Yeah. 
Or well, I guess unless you want to get real remote, but even you know, Bill Gates is spending his time in Montana these days. I think so. is he? Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Well, let's. Uh, we should get into some some news since All it'll right. be our, our last show in a few weeks. Uh, Haiti's president was assassinated. President uh, Moise. I might be saying that wrong. A squad of gunmen assassinated Haitian President uh, Hovenal Moise and wounded his wife in an overnight raid on their home. And they were professionals who had disguised themselves as members of the DEA, the U.S. DEA, Drug Enforcement Agency. So by disguised... <laughs> do we mean that they were not the DEA or I, that is uh, the official story ah, yes. is that they were foreign mercenaries and professional killers so by disguise, masquerading oh. as agents of the US Drug Enforcement Administration um I mean, we've talked about Haiti for a long time. Believe it or not, still not a great place to be, even with all those, uh, you know, billions of dollars raised to help Haiti that the Clinton Foundation managed to dispose of and use for child trafficking and other uh, corrupt activities rather than actually helping the people of Haiti. And it hasn't really gotten a whole lot better yeah and uh, lots of you know not not super far proximity from epstein island and lots of smoke there around the uh, area of child trafficking mm-hmm. with the the lady who was meant to look after children getting caught at the border with 12 of the children yeah um arrested for kidnapping yes and child trafficking and then it was just a just a mistake she was just a a nice, it's just a nice uh, orphanage. Yeah. Ah, yeah, just an orphanage. No big deal. Yeah. She's hel- helping the kids by trafficking them to rich people. Ah, yeah. So the, this has all been going on, and I, I found, you know, this is a tweet from an account that is uh, the Conspiracy Mill, you know, which is a, a good Twitter account. Um, at Conspiracy Mill, the bio says, I'm the Conspiracy Mill the New York Times told you to worry about. And it's got a picture of the like temple thing from Epstein Island on it. Ah, yes. Uh, it says, from what I can tell at a cursory glance, Haiti had refused the vaccine, reportedly relented after a particularly hyped bout with COVID, and has been awaiting vaccines for a very long time since. Now the Haitian president is dead. Wonder if these things could be related. So I, you know, I have no way of saying yay or nay, but I thought I that mean, was interesting. Just a quick trip to our our own show page, and I type in Haiti in the search bar here. I mean, we have covered so many stories of weirdness that have happened in Haiti. Remember the the crazy earthquake and the idea that before like. The, the, all the donations to just send your cash of the joint force of Bill Clinton uh, and Bush Sr. and Jr. There was the 
countless, endless questions about HARP and what in the world was going on. How did this ha- earthquake happen? It was an extremely devastating earthquake. Mm-hmm. After that, there was well, just all this money that flowed in, tons of it going into the Clinton coffers, Clinton Foundation coffers, children going missing, uh, you know, trafficking. Epstein Island is close by. Rumors of a of a, of, of a submarine port that you know Gislaine is actually able to you know to you know get funding from the UN for her submarine program, where there's some like weird ties that of people <laughs> submarine program. Yeah, you hear about this? Yeah, you did right. Yeah, and that's, that's that's not. There's an old. I found it. I think I. I don't know if I sent it to you or we played it on the show. There's like a National Geographic post where like, look at this wonderful lady, and she got all this submarine funding <laughs> to do submarines, and she like talks about how it's the future. And then you find these weird submarine ports on the Epstein Island and Haiti and all the like. There's just so much New World Order, especially Western New World Order. It's kind of like America's dark secrets. Like they just treat mm-hmm. Haiti as this like like. ATM machine they just go and take children and, and people and, and stuff out of it's just bizarre I mean it's just it's the whole time we've been doing this show it's been that it's been like that yep and uh, Frank in Frankenskies in case someone actually out there listening watched it they will know that the Haiti earthquake is one uh, weather manipulation ex- example that was cited and it wasn't just cited by some crazy conspiracy theorist. That was the one that Hugo Chavez of Venezuela right. accused the U.S. of causing that earthquake. Right. And then he had an unfortunate bout with the uh, cancer machine. I mean, just yeah, the, ca- the cancer dart cancer. shortly after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that, and that was very convenient, too. The amount of money that they came up with. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It was... I was still in, like, community college or something. 2011, no, I mean, 2012. That was... It was hyped up like crazy. Um, and then there was a little bit of follow-up like, hey, you know those billions of dollars that you raised for Haiti? Um, here's the seven stick homes that were built. And, oh, yeah, and those UN troops that came in, they just gave everyone malaria. Didn't work out so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, th- and then the not, not just malaria. Remember cholera broke out. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. there was because after the they didn't put any of the money back in there, that no. was that was the original skim. And the Clinton Foundation and all the friends of Epstein, servants of Satan, figured out. I'm not saying maybe the original, but it was one of the prototype versions that we moved into after that. From that moment on, that they continued to use um, throughout the next ten or twelve years. And for instance, last year with the whole unemployment thing, I mean. The lady who's now in charge of unemployment over the whole country is the same lady who was running it here in Washington State, where we lost hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> to yes. scammers who were filing unemployment for people who weren't unemployed and getting it. And they couldn't recoup the money. Yeah. And then there's even some weird ties to the people who were who were working upwards. on investigating that to the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. I mean, they, this was the the prototype skim, and now here we go. Haitian, Haitian, Haitian president assassinated. So, I'm sure it's not related. Probably just some some guy, some coincidence. <laughs> they just were foreign and looked like DEA agents, Can't but it had nothing nothing to do with us. It's, 
it's actually super easy, you know, for people uh, to be able to dress up like U.S. DEA and assassinate a foreign leader. That's happens all the time. Nothing, nothing to see here. Yeah, bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. And you know, of course, Biden gives like a sad statement about it. But it's not like we're going to find out who did this and hunt him down. Oh, no. There's, <laughs> there's none of that. And the, I didn't I didn't throw it in because it's, you know, I, it's a little bit out of context. But there is a clip of old Joe Biden back when he could talk from <laughs> 30 years ago or whatever. So saying, young Joe Biden. Yeah, younger, younger Joe Biden. Saying that if uh, Haiti sank into the ocean, no one would care. (laughs) But, you know, from an economic perspective. Ah, from an economic perspective. Not Uh, from the fact that, like, they're all black. Yeah, not from, like, uh, not that. Who cares about those people? Yeah. Okay, good. Because it it seems like old Joe Biden that I know, you know, who attacked Clarence Thomas, you know. Yeah. Digital lynching, you know. Good friends. Racial jungle. Yeah, good friends with the KKK, you know, leader. It feels like yeah. that guy would say something not related to the economics of the situation. Yeah. But. So anyway, that's, you know, just store that away. Maybe uh, we will have more information in a couple of weeks. Or maybe that's just one story that just kind of fades away and doesn't come back. But there's plenty of stories that are fading away. And. You know, if I were to rank them, I would say this issue is even bigger than the U.S. economy being held up by trillions of dollars of money printing by the Fed. Uh, And that's the the COVID vaccine. We've talked about it ad nauseum. But I feel like we are making progress on like, okay, it's bad, but what in it is bad and this clip uh, from the Stu Peters show, um, Jane Ruby is is back on the Revelations Radio News podcast. And if you skip forward to about the two minute mark, that's where we want to to start. Oh, she, she'll say the organization and the country they're from, but basically they are examining what's inside the Pfizer supposed vaccine. It's not even contradicting what is supposed to be in there because they just haven't told us what's in there. It's just group is called La Quinta uh, Columna, the fifth column, and they are associated with the University of Almeria. But what they did was they got a Pfizer vial. They had a they had a someone in law enforcement uh, who is is willing to step forward and verify the chain of custody. It was a sealed vial with Pfizer markings on it with a lot number. I'm going to read to you. It had um, an expiration date of August of 2021. They followed the instructions to dilute it appropriately into six doses from that vial. And Stu, here's the shocking information. When they when they examined it, and you've already heard that they examined it under regular microscope and electron microscope, and they came up with those really ugly pictures of those bulbous. Pictures with the black mesh uh, intertwined. 
Um, here's the ratio of what they found in those vials in each dose. Each dose, Stu, the RNA, there was RNA material in there. And it was at the amount of, and don't worry about the metrics, the, the, the measure units, because I'm gonna, it's the ratio that's important. Out of each dose, there were six nanograms per UL of RNA. Do you know how much graphene oxide was in there? 747 nanograms. Do the math, my friends. That is a percentage of 99.99103%. It's virtually 99.99% graphene oxide. And let me share this with you. There's a study I wanna call everyone's attention to, and I've given it to your producers, Stu. The title is called Toxicity of Graphene Family Nanoparticles, a General Review of Origins and Mechanisms. And in this article, and this is really, really of concern. It, it, it indicates, and I've given you a picture that's very complex looking, but it's actually a simplistic uh, depiction of what happens when these graphene sheets that these investigators found in the, in the Pfizer vial, when they get into your system and when they start to penetrate your cells, which they have a lipid nanoparticle that pushes them into your cells. You get oxidative stress. You know, you're always worried about taking your antioxidant pills. Well, this is the oxidative stress that you're taking it against and to protect yourself from. It destroys literally everything inside the cell. It explodes the mitochondria. It creates a situation where your body is on a, a 10 alarm, like a 10 alarm, you know, fire truck and inflammation, cytokines, chemokines, this incredibly violent, if you will, inflammatory storm com comes in. And it has particular affinity for creating acute inflammation of the lungs. Um, it, it, it creates in, an inflammatory storm in cardiac tissue and in brain tissue. Sue, this is gonna tie directly to strokes, to the heart attacks, and we're giving this to pregnant mothers and babies. This is this is really something everybody's gotta start paying attention to. Okay, so I, I have a question. I, I'm just a lay guy over here, you're the expert. Graphene oxide, is it a poison? It is most definitely a poison. Okay, it is a toxic, these people toxic have found, these Spanish researchers have found that over 99% of the Pfizer vaccine is graphene oxide, is that right? That is correct. Sue, there's no other reason for this to be in here except to murder people. Okay, so then what, going back to, and I'm not a lawyer, but I am gonna cross-examine you a little bit here. Going back to my opening question, you're here to definitively say that this is mass poisoning and you're saying, no, I, don't, I can't say that it's proof. What is your hesitancy? My hesitancy, great question. My hesitancy is just the general limitations. All good researchers list at the end of their analyses, a list of limitations. These researchers are very, very professional. The limitations are uh, they, want, they wanna be able to show a tighter chain of custody. They claim that they have upwards of, a, of another 100 vials. Uh, and so hopefully they have the chain of custody for that. They uh, are using like a spectroscopy kind of approach in these electron microscopes, which means they're using, they're differentiating uh, using light um, with the way they know light behaves over graphene oxide in industrial publications. So they, they are going to run literally hundreds more tests on this particular vial to make sure they actually get a chemical analysis that is 100% graphene oxide. Right now it looks like it. You've seen the pictures. I also pr provided those to you and your producers. You've seen those photos. You've got a three 
photo side by side that I provided. Those are different magnifications uh, and they're compared to uh, verified graphene oxide in industrial publications. So we do have the pictures, uh, but they want to go one step further and they want to show us that these are, are chemically confirmed, um, you know, uh, uh, depictions or reality. Uh, and so they're gonna verify all of that. Stu, if this is true, and if, if the rest of the companies that are, that are pushing these jabs, all four of the companies in the US are filled 99% with this toxic industrial chemical. I, I don't know what to say to you, but everybody better shut everything down right now. This is really dangerous. People should check out the, the rest of the video though. There's, there's some good stuff there. And it, I will say um, I am becoming very certain that all the vials are not full of that stuff. And that's because, and I should have put some stories in about this, but they keep finding batches of saline, right? Like where, where it was supposed to be vaccines and it's just saline. Okay. And then there's reports of you go, go to your Walgreens to get the vaccine and they're, you know, if you're, uh, of a certain ethnicity, you get one, you get a vaccine from one batch. And if you're from a different ethnicity, you get a vaccine from a different batch. Uh, it's, it's totally not eugenics, so don't, don't worry about it. Um, Bill Gates loves everyone. But I think that they, you know, you don't want any of this stuff. But I think they're doing some just saline. So they've got... A certain percentage of people that get it and are fine, right? I mean, saline's not going to hurt you. Uh, that's what they should be using as the placebo for their for the trials they never did. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, you still get people who get it and get the like the side effects. They don't necessarily die, but they you know, come down with some version of COVID or they get sick. A lot of people at my work experienced this who decided to get it. That oh, I'm out sick for a day. You know, I just got my second dose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So or, it, it can't just be saline or graphene. Oh, no, no, I'm I'm not saying it's well. And, you know, I mean, you're it's still a relatively small amount. So even, you know, I mean, how much graphene oxide can you handle? Sure. Probably quite a bit. And it's I, I don't think they designed it to try to kill people instantly. I think sure. it's designed to kill people in in one to four years. Okay, so let's 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 kind of. I got a lot of directions to go. Let's kind of dissect this. First off, I tried the magnet challenge at work, <laughs> and I got my little magnet out, and it's uh, very very small, about the half of a dime size. Did we talk about this already? Yep. Okay. On the show. Yeah, last week. Okay, so and it stuck to me. So it started making me think that's graphene oxide. Maybe that's what's going on. I had it from. Clearly, I didn't get this round of vaccines, but I have had many vaccines in my lifetime, especially when I entered the uh, U.S. military. So, you know, it got me thinking, OK, what is this? How does it affect me? Where is it? You know, I know that you like the uh, and, and, and to, to, to be clear, I don't think that either one of us are against the other leaning. Um, I think that you kind of like the graphene or the uh, uh, eugenics angle of this all being going down. Um, and I think that there's good proof of that, especially considering we got different vaccines for different races. 
but I, I I tend to lean a little bit more with this 5G thing working out well. Well, and in the, and I and well, I think it, let let me just uh, jump in there. It's not either or. No, I, oh, it, very in, good. In the in the rest of that clip, it's it certainly they, isn't. But I'm just you you tend to, to to lean one way. I tend to lean another. And I'm not saying it's either or. But uh, in the rest of that clip, what, what, what we got more? Should I keep going? Yeah, because she talks about the interaction with the graphene oxides and the 5G. See, that's where the real conspiracy theorist in me, the real you know, spidey sense goes off, is that if this is somehow tied to mm-hmm. this. Um, I have long. Yeah, well, let's move. Let's go. Let's go. It's horrific. I, I I get chills listening to this. I don't know why the media is not picking any of this up. I mean, they're in on it. They want you dead. They're part of the murder plot. This is ridiculous. They want to push this into our kids. They want to put this graphene oxide directly into the... All right, let me ask you a question. Aside from premeditated murder, what might be another motivation for one to fill another person's body, their entire uh, makeup, with this graphene oxide? What else does this stuff do other than poison and kill people? The only other explanation I could come up with as a scientist myself is that this is a mass, um, uninformed, without consent, global experiment because they've never been able to get this into humans on an experimental basis. No human subjects review board would ever approve a protocol with this stuff in it. They've done this uh, study that I just showed you uh, that was done in 2016, toxicity of graphene. Uh, it's been used extensively in animals and they say, it, it, it does relate to the amount that you put in there. Uh, but but Stu, there, there, there's no other reason to have something that's comprising 99% of the injection uh, to, to, to have this toxic material in it. If the ratio was reversed and it was 99% RNA, uh, which would be way too much RNA, but the point is, and, and maybe uh, 0.008% of the graphene oxide, you might say, well, maybe there's some therapeutic, but still it's never been used in humans, much less babies and pregnant women. Yeah. This okay. Is so a, let's go this... back to the talking points of the media, because this is, this sure. is interesting also. I want to address this. So at the beginning of this thing, when they first rolled this thing out, when they first approved it for this emergency use, right? Uh, or authorized it, I shouldn't say approved. That's Disregard Correct. that. It's not approved. Correct. Authorized. Uh, when they authorized this for emergency use, uh, the efficacy and all this other stuff was broadcast everywhere. Fake, false lies, complete lies. They said that this thing uh, killed the coronavirus known as COVID-19, 98.6% success rate, whatever. How can they prove that? I mean, what was that just a lie? Did they just make up an arbitrary number? Is that documented anywhere? I mean, does this thing really delete or combat the SARS-CoV-2 virus? Stu, I'm going to go back to the beginning. The PCR test is a fraud perpetrated by Christian Drosten and Olfert Lant. Uh, the coronavirus SARS-CoV-2 has never, it's its never been isolated. Uh, it's its protein sequence. Okay, I can't stop that, that particular thing. I cannot stop thinking about, and it makes me think that the, uh, obviously there's so much more. I, and I've been mulling on this for weeks at a time. It has never been isolated. They have never been able to isolate COVID-19. That one thing just continues to bother me and really sticks in my craw. Yeah, which, which there's, you know, I've, I've seen some explanations where, uh, you don't really ever truly isolate a virus. 
which doesn't mean that <laughs> that makes this legitimate. It just means that they the whole viral thing. Um, you know, it, my my one of my next things to study up on is uh, terrain theory versus virus theory. Okay. Um, but that's you know coming in future months. There, yep. I, I, I need to look that up. But I think in some ways it, that got taken out of context, where people are like, "Oh, therefore there is no virus, or there's there's nothing, right?" And it she goes on to kind of clarify that too, because I I definitely think you know. There was the bioweapon that is called the virus, and then there's the, I think, much more significant bioweapon that they're calling the vaccine. But it's... Should we keep going on this clip then? Yeah. Yeah, you got to get to the five, never 5G. Been demonstrated or validated. No one can prove to us that it ever really existed. Did something exist last year? Does something flying around now that's a flu and lots of different versions of the common cold? Yes, yes, and yes. But no one's ever proven or shown uh, an isolate, verified an isolate of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. That's number one. And I want to add one more thing. These Spanish researchers in this group said that when you look at the different symptoms of SARS, whatever was the SARS-CoV-2 from last year or a few residual cases now, they are all uh, symptoms that would also be caused by excess graphene oxide in your body. The storm in the lungs, uh, if you inhale, and by the way, they're preparing uh, a preparation right now, these companies of an inhalant version of this, uh, of, of this uh quote, vaccine, and God help us, Stu, because it's more potent, it goes right into the lungs, and it creates a pulmonary storm of pneumonia right away. And you're going to see, if they get this into emergency use authorization, you're going to start seeing respiratory flash pneumonias and rapid deaths. And nobody uh, will associate it or tie it to this vaccine. Nobody in the mainstream media, nobody on the liberal left, nobody will acknowledge Oh my goodness, look at this, look at this influx of respiratory. It's sick, it's it's totally wrong. You said that there was no board, I, I forget what exactly what, what it was that you said that would have authorized this if there was if this was widely broadcast as graphene oxide. What was it that you said? Nobody would have done what? It's, it, it, since the Nuremberg trials, uh, we you cannot uh, you cannot experiment on human beings, uh, regardless of, of, of the drug, the That's disease. What it was, yes. Uh, you cannot do it without the approval of a human subjects review board. Okay, That's so an independent board that approves your protocol and your informed consent, which no one's ever seen a real informed consent for these jabs. That's what I was going to ask you. So this this independent review board, whoever they might be, um, they they probably have no idea because they don't know what's in it because nobody does. Is it possible that Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, AstraZeneca, all these people who are sending out, you know, all these vials to all these pharmacies? which we have seen pharmacists showing up, these leaflets are blank, these inserts are blank, nobody knows what's in this thing. It's it's impossible to give proper informed consent because nobody knows what's in it. Uh, nobody knows what the potential side effects are because those things would all be listed right here and this page is left intentionally blank. Um, is it possible that nobody knows other than the manufacturer what is really inside this thing? And that the manufacturer was directed by the likes of Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates as to exactly what formula to use to create this as Dr. John McGreevy indicated that these people are intentionally 
trying to kill you. They're trying to murder you. They have the, the, the technology and they have the recipe for disaster and they are intentionally pushing this on the American people to thin the herd, to control the population, to make men sterile, to make women infertile. Yep. Yep, there's also uh, some information coming in and we're gonna see more and more of it and we're gonna talk about it, of the fact that when you get your body filled with enough graphene oxide, it does, uh, it is with the warmth of your body and if it's oxygenated by, if it draws the oxygen into it, that it can be manipulated and your your body can be uh, affected by the, uh, the, the, the vibrations. I, I'm not an electrical expert from the 5G network, which we haven't even seen completely uh, set up and rolled out yet. And so there's a lot of concern around that. At that point, that will just be the residual people who haven't died from their lung or heart disease from this excess toxic chemical. So stay tuned. I have hours of questions. That I- ding, 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 ding. I'm in. Yeah. If 5G so the, ties in with this with the stuff that they're injecting, I'm I'm in. This this ties things a lot of things together with me. And it um, it goes back to iron oxides mixed with clay from Truth is Stranger Than Fiction there from Will and the military guy talking about this exact sort of thing. So this is you know, it's why they really want you to get the vaccine. They really want you to get two doses of the vaccine. Only one dose? Oh, come on. How about you might as well not be vaccinated at all. You need two doses. We've got new variants. And somehow the the vaccine, instead of being 80% effective, this, uh, this new variant that's 99.9% the same as the old supposed version, it's somehow it's only 30% effective. But then when you get the second dose, it's 90% effective. I mean, just total nonsense. Why? They want to get this stuff into you. And I, you know, I think we are making progress in seeing what is it they want to get into our bodies and then what can that be used for? You know, I think we've we've come a pretty far distance from even a few months ago. Um, you know, we've certainly come far enough to know that you don't want this. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And 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 beware <clears throat> other delivery methods other than vaccines like sure. she she talked about the inhaled inhaled stuff they're working on i mean it, again when this thing first started there were people out there saying that uh you know <laughs> that there wasn't even any covid it was mm-hmm. just it was just all a reaction to the 5g stuff I think I think there's something to it, and I don't. You know, this I, I I hesitate because I don't want this podcast to turn into. Let's see every crack conspiracy theory we can find out about the vaccines, and it's kind of what it's become in a lot of ways. Where it's the the prions are going to get us. It's the mRNA can't be changed back. It's the the uh, spike proteins are going to be shedding and it's going to spread to everybody. Now it's the graphene OS or OS graphene oxide <laughs> that's being injected into us. We're not going to be able to, uh, you know, we're going to be activated by the the radio waves. Like it, it just continues. But there's a lot of reasons where this. No, makes... I think this is this is all the this is the real agenda. This is the real threat. Is and the graphene? No, th- this is all of it. Yeah. None, you know, none of what you listed is 
irrelevant. This is, and this is how they do it, right? It's not, it's not this one magic bullet potion. The the magic bullet thing, you know, the oh Trump's going to solve everyone. That's the propaganda they give to the the people who follow Q, right? Like oh, is it all magic? It'll all be fixed instantly. Like anyone dealing with the real world knows that's not how it works. So it's a hundred different things. And there's there's one overarching agenda that the lower down people that are involved only see one tiny part of it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And and it's the same thing, you know, it's I just got a book, uh what's the title? Anyway, I haven't started reading it yet, but uh on glyphosate. I mean huge <laughs> that's a huge issue. But these things, it's not like, oh, glyphosate is the only bad thing they're doing or the vaccine's the only bad thing they're doing. It's all part of the overall program. It's Smilex. It's not in one product. It's in all of them. Yep. And if you take you them already all, bought them. Yep. yep, you've already bought it. Exactly. So uh, we got to give credit where credit is due. This clip came directly from No Agenda Show Notes. But uh, for those of you who don't listen to No Agenda Show or haven't heard this yet, um certainly the the head of the biggest company in the world who's you know pushing all these vaccines oh, yes. would have got his vaccine right oh i'm so glad you i heard you have not yet had uh your shot when do you plan to get it sooner uh, i can i will the only sensitivity here uh meg is that uh, i don't want to, uh, to have an example that i'm uh, cutting the line that uh, I am uh, uh, 59 years old, in good health. I'm not working in the front line. So it, uh, my type is not recommended to get vaccination now. There you go. So that's the head of Pfizer, CEO of Pfizer, says my type is not <laughs> recommended to get the vaccine right now. I, I mean, the gall not to at least just have them inject you with a vial of uh, saline. <clears throat> just it, That's next level. It really it's, is. Pretty awesome, I think. Pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. He like, uh, not not to even do the Bill Gates tweet where you have the possibly not Bill Gates person saying, "Get my vaccine today." <laughs> you know, at least he's paying lip service to it. Yeah. I, I don't think Fauci ever did the public uh, public vaccination either. No, but do you see the recent evidence? Somebody somebody found uh, three different. Uh, Times that Bojo got it. Oh, yeah. He got three doses. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And at some point, somebody. And he had COVID. Yeah. And so at some point, somebody needs to completely deconstruct because you said something six, eight months ago that stuck with me and needs a lot more looking into. And that's Boris Johnson is a completely different person pre COVID and post COVID. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's insane. He was like, he was like, he's like, He's like a, an undercover Trump that they sent in. He's like the Trojan horse Trump. Like, I'm going to be a populist with all New World Order like leanings. Mm -hmm. And in that way, he really is doing a great job with what he's been assigned to do over there. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that the graphene thing, that is, that's crazy. Uh, but, hey, I wanted to mention, and I said this on the, the uh, text string that you and I are a part of, 
It seems like no matter what they try, no matter how bad the, the friends of Epstein, servants of Satan, or the, the powers of, that be in this world try to come up with ways to poison and kill human beings that are living on the planet, God always has some sort of way. There's some sort of back-end way, whether it's ivermectin that'll completely, that'll, you know, anti-parasitics that will kind of wipe out a lot of this stuff, or there's this new, uh, not even new, but this supplement that I stumbled onto, which is an antioxidant, which has had all kinds of uh, success in getting people uh, with, I've actually heard of people having some Lyme disease, some uh, issues with um, um, uh, radiation sickness, some other things who took this and actually ended up doing better. <laughs> and that is, how do I say it? So I find the supplements, I put it in the show, I send it to you, get you to buy it. You have to say it on the show. That's your job. <laughs> so oh. go. I don't remember it off the top of my head. I did order some. <laughs> well, why why don't you see. attempt to say it and then I'll... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, stacks and thin, stacks, stacks and stacks and thin. Yeah, so stacks and thin. Stacks and thin. Which is A S T A X A N T I. Excuse me, T H I N. All right, everybody, one more time. A S T A X A N T H I N, and that is a. Kind of funny, funnily enough, the supplement is black, <laughs> but it is an antioxidant that is supposed to remove graphene oxide from your, from your body after testing positive for the magnet challenge, at least at one specific, I couldn't get it to stick anywhere else on my body, by the way. And this last week I couldn't get it to stick even to the same spot. Um, but after testing, you know, getting some magnet magnofection or magnetic, uh, sticking from the magnet, I was I, I ordered this up, and I, I read a lot of comments online. You know, you find it in some forums, and you look through, and hey, this makes a lot of sense. And again, a completely natural thing. They can hack what they're trying to do to us, but uh, it does make sense that they would put this graphene into our bodies and then use the 5G to try it. And here's what here's what kind of creeps me out. Okay, so as we move forward in this whole deal, maybe some people get it, maybe some people don't. But right now, who's to say that the amount of the of the waves that are coming out, whether it's 5G or even 4G, some of the stuff could be affected by 4G, I'm sure. Um, the power of the waves can't be just turned up a little bit. You, just, you know, you want a little bit of you want a little bit of chaos. You know, you want another right. little ins insurrection situation, a little false flag. Just turn turn it up. Just turn it up in that area. Yeah, I mean, D DARPA does the has done the experiments on. Like, well, if we, you know, do this way, you know, I don't even know the type of wavelength it is, but they can make, make you feel upset. They can mm -hmm. make you sad. They can make you feel happy. You know, maybe they can even inject something into you that makes you feel eu euphoric for a little while. There you go. Interesting. All those people talking about the euphoria feeling. <laughs> yeah after the vaccine that's interesting yeah yeah i'm i'm invincible now <clears throat> which I, I mean that could all be psychosomatic where you just were so into it and just believing that this is what's going to solve your all your problems is getting the vaccine and then but i don't know some people that weren't necessarily all in on it before 
certainly seem to be all in afterwards. And I wonder if there's some some actual designed uh, effect of it. I don't know. It's very very speculative, but uh, sure. Yeah, the and the five G waves are much smaller, and that's what a lot of the concern is with them. Um, it's not that they're necessarily more powerful, but they're so much so much smaller. I mean, like if you could visually see Wi-Fi waves versus 5G waves, I mean, it's on a totally different scale. So just real quick, I had somebody, uh, I believe it was a Comcast employee a couple years ago. I was mentioning 5G and said, hey, you know, I don't know about this 5G. And he said to me, well, you're, you're, you're experiencing 5G right now. I said, how so? He says, well, you have, you know, two double band uh, Wi-Fi. You have Uh, 2.5 gigahertz. It's different. Yes, it is. Yeah, because you've got the five whatever and the two whatever. Yeah, 2.5 and the five gigahertz. Totally different? Yeah, totally different. You're the network guy. You would know. So let's take a let's take a quick break. Move on from vaccines, unless you got something else. Uh, no. So it's it's not a are the vaccines bad or is five G bad or is COVID nineteen bad? Or it's is all bad, bad and it's all working together. You know, okay. I mean, there's there's reasons back to the first time we talked about COVID on the show and that nursing home in Kirkland just happened to be some very close to where they're putting uh, 5G stuff in. Some of the earliest infrastructure in that area, New York, obviously a big 5G, Wuhan. So this is, it's not either or, it's and. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Uh, let's take a quick break. Thank our, do- our donors for this week, the people who produce this show. This is Revelations Radio News, episode 236. You'll notice there will be no commercials. I will not bore you guys with the beer of the month club advertisement. We're like, I really like this beer. Blah, blah, blah. All this like fake stuff. Have you ever, have you ever heard Bill Burr's live reads? Those are the best. No, I have not. You yeah, that just check out. He's a lot of cursing in that podcast, but on occasion he actually finally got in trouble for it. But his live reads for years, he would read it and he would actually say like, now act like you got this product and you were super happy. And he would literally just be like, he would read that part and he would say, well, I didn't, so I'm not going to do that. And I think that's stupid. And, just keep <laughs> do- and I didn't understand how people kept, but finally he got in trouble. Finally, one of the advertisers was like, dude, you can't, you can't trash our product. We're paying you to talk about it. So anyway, no live reads on this show. This is a listener supported podcast. That is means that we are supported by you. You guys send us clips. And as a matter of fact, I have a clip that was sent to me by John McAfee, actually a little over a week ago by one of our listeners, and I forgot to play it last week. So that will be played directly after this donation segment. But first off, we have to uh, thank the people who did donate to us. Uh, Ways that you can donate to us are to do show art, to do show clips, and send them in to us, or to do um, music, whatever you want, send it in to us, or even prayers. I think this coming week, we could actually use some prayers, some prayers about... Uh, flying yeah, with family, and, yeah. traveling with family, and things like that. So please, if you want to support the show in that way, please do. Okay. Well, I guess without further ado, I will thank some people uh, who have donated to the show this week. And that is our good friend Danny, 
from down there in Medford, Oregon. He came in with a donation, uh, putting him well in the lead of biggest donors. Uh, Kimberly from Reed Sport, Oregon, also came in with a donation. Her book is actually on its way out. Uh, Caleb came in from, I can't remember where Caleb is from, but he has donated before and didn't need a book this time because he got one previously, I believe. Those are our three donors that came through PayPal. And guess what, Andrew? We had some P.O. Box donations this week. All right. Let me read a couple. So we had three come into the P.O. Box. First off is just a uh, bill from a payment processing center. And it is from our friends in Iowa, Mr. Luke. Um, and I think that uh, he is one of the gentlemen who wanted you to move out there and see him. Oh, yes. So shot him down by saying that it was too far of a drive. So, ladies and gentlemen, too, well, you, have to find a, you have to find an ugly place with not a lot of people that's not too far for Andrew to have to drive to. So, please, yeah. email him your ideas. Too, too much glyphosate in Iowa, too. <clears throat> oh, wow. Here he goes. <laughs> Making friends with the donors. Not a, uh, it's, not, oh. it's not his fault. <laughs> Um, let's see, let's see. So this next envelope here, Master Kilkenny, as he has been referred to, was extremely happy to open it up and find that for his, his toils, there was something to receive. Uh, Tim and Andrew, really glad you two decided to start podcasting again. Since taxation is theft, here's a gift from me to you. I've read Andrew's book and have bought and given away three copies of it. So it would be great to have another copy. And uh, he is from, and this his name is Garth, and he's from Wichita, Kansas. So this man has uh, read several of your books and given away several and would like another copy. So I'll get that into our spreadsheet here, Andrew, so you can get a book off to him. This is fresh from the P.O. box less than an hour ago. And we have one more. This is a good note. I saved this for you. Hello, Tim and Andrew. I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate your effort to produce this podcast. My wife and I have been fans since less than episode one. <laughs> Spare us the copy of Andrew's book. We have a copy from back before it was cool to have one. It is a lightning fast read. And unless you dive down the rabbit holes on the reference references on each page. Oh, it is a lightning fast read unless you dive down the rabbit holes in the references on each page. We met Andrew in Branson, Missouri at a conspiracy nut conference called Future Congress. He gave a talk on propaganda. I really felt like they were ripping off Future Quake at that time with that name. I encourage you to keep up the tempo with the podcast. The link and content, uh, the length and content is perfect. When people ask for podcast recommendations, I always point to RRN and say it's the McRib of the podcasting world. It shows up unannounced in your feed for a limited time only. The scarcity <laughs> makes you want to listen to every word. I sent the donation with some random farm picks for the enjoyment of young Master Kilkenny. You said he enjoys the trip to the P.O. box. Happy Father's Day to both of you. You're both a good inspiration for all of us dads out there. Sincerely, wow. Chris from... I was going to guess Missouri. Are you there, Absol Tim? Absolutely. It is uh, Chris from Missouri. I had to cough, so. So that was well, that was that cool. was a, a great note, and yes, future Congress, and the future Quake crowd. We were uh, we were banished to a 
kind of sub room. Uh, not not the main ballroom, but yes, there were there were a lot of Future Quake uh, related uh, presentations there, both from Doctor Future, Tom Bionic, and um, Chris White was there. There's uh, Chris Putnam, lots of good stuff. So cool, cool. Yeah, I must have missed that one. I, I kind of remember it though. Um, I, I also, speaking of Dr. Future, he was actually on uh, Canary Cry this last week. So, uh, good for him. They finally put that podcast out. I guess it had been on, on the, uh, in the KN for a little bit and, uh, they were actually able to get it out. So it's a, it's a rather long podcast. I know that'll be uh, shocking for many out there that Dr. Future is a bit <laughs> long winded when it comes down to things as he so famously likes to say, why, why say in 10 minutes what it takes an hour and a half to say. Yeah, I'm I'm ashamed to admit this, but I'm only now going back through and and watching all the Age of Deceit documentaries from from Gons. Excellent stuff there. So I saw. The, I'm not gonna. I'm ashamed to admit it too. I saw the first one. Haven't seen a lot of the the next ones. But yeah. Uh, so if people haven't seen them, because he is working on number four. So if you haven't seen Age of Deceit one, two, and three, definitely check them out. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, check out Canary Cry Radio. They do three podcasts a week over there nowadays. So they're also using the value for value model like no agenda. And the one thing I wanted to throw out there, this was not pre-planned, but our vacation comes right after uh, James Corbett's vacation. So it works out, you know, you won't have our show for a couple weeks, but... uh, Mr. Corbett will be putting out content again. Speaking of which, I wanted to bring this up since you brought it up. We just got an email in as the show was going on, and it said earlier, I believe there was a link to a video regarding chemtrails called Something Skies, but now the link is gone. Can you give me the link? Thanks. I really enjoy the show. I'm a Christian woman from Phoenix, Arizona. My husband listens also. We learned about you from James Corbett. So let me go here. Did Frankenskies get deleted? I'm about to go check. Let's check it out. Iron. Maybe it's not in the show notes here. Let's see. That's one thing I wanted to say, and this is kind of a show note for you. If you want it in the show notes, don't just say it on the podcast. Please put it in our folder so I can get it in there. Yes. Well, I don't see it in the show notes. Maybe it was. I thought it was, though. Let's check it out. Frankenskies. It's on Vimeo, and it's on the documentary is on still on YouTube. So it's there. I'll send it over to this this gal, and I'll put it in the show notes of the last show and on this show as well, since we're talking about it now. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's worth watching, and I got my handy dandy uh, phone case. It's an excellent ah. product. Is it? Yeah. Because I bought one. It's kind of funny. I bought one from, uh, I think he talked about this in his interview on the Propaganda Report, but I bought one, and it wasn't necessarily his. I think it was just a one on Amazon. And I put my phone in it and then, you know, grabbed my wife's phone and called it, and it still rang. So, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. You got to have the, the double layer. Just double layered up. Yeah. So. This is a clip that I have been holding back, but I should have played for you last week. Are you ready, Andrew? John McAfee, in his own words, 
and why he was actually killed. Okay. Went on to run in police. I had friends in the U.S. Embassy in Belize. I knew I was coming down. I'm not stupid. I had arranged with the head of security. I was going to come in. He said, sir, we have it from the highest authority. We are not to allow you entry into the U.S. Embassy. Understand me. Who was the highest authority of the State Department? Hillary Clinton. I'm an American citizen with a f***ing American passport. I'm sorry. I'm not wanted in America. I've got no crimes in America. Is it not a reason to say, I don't think I'm going to vote for you? And yet you're here now. For a month and a half, I was on the run. The reason that the government wanted to collect me was that after they had raided my property in 2012 in the jungle, shot my dog, abused me, destroyed a half million dollars worth of my property over a bogus charge, I was pissed off. And so I I donated uh, to many secretaries within the government laptop computers, really nice ones, that were preloaded with viral spyware. Within a week, the entire government computer system was under my control. I was watching, monitoring, listening. I was looking for information that they had set me up for that raid. I didn't find that. I did find out that the Minister of National Defense was the largest drug trafficker in all of Central America. The Minister of Immigration, the largest human trafficker. We don't want to get killed by them either, so we're probably not going to take care of that. That's fine. (laughs) Epic clip there. That was sent to us by a listener. That is an epic clip, isn't it? Yeah. Referring to Belize there. Yep. That explains everything. Well, uh, yeah. There's that and more. (laughs) Interesting that uh, Hillary Clinton would uh, was apparently close friends with the people in Belize. You know, where she would care to intervene. Um, my my money would be on the well, actually both the drug trafficking and the human trafficking. That's those are both right up the the Clinton alley. Yeah, it's a friends of Epstein, servants of Satan. Just keep keep it rolling. Yeah. Okay. Moving right along, I got another one, and I'm sure you saw this. This was kind of everywhere, but this is the clip of the hey, stuff is still not good in Canada. Canada mm-hmm. just continues to be in this strange lockdown state, yeah, and I'm not here, sure how they it, fix this. Yeah, and Canada, here's a here's a tip. Uh, if you go watch footage of those London protests, and despite the, oh, the case numbers are skyrocketing, the variants coming in, uh, they lifted the COVID restrictions. They, they did? W- yes. Boris Johnson lifting everything right on, you know, the revised schedule. He says, oh, yeah, we're still going to lift everything, go back to normal. Uh, And the reason is because enough people said we're not doing it anymore. And when enough people say we're not doing it anymore, they will pretend it's their idea. So Canada, if you want if you want the lockdowns to stop, stop obeying the lockdown. Hi there, thanks for taking my questions. I'm wondering about the injunction um, banning public gatherings and whether there really is a need for such a far-reaching one in the trajectory we're on now. 
So, I mean, I think it's still there. We still have uh, the, uh, you know, bringing lar- large numbers of people together uh, it, it, it can present some risk. We'll, we'll continue to look at that. Uh, but I think the other purpose of the injunction is to uh, is to uh, you know, prevent, uh, you know, groups that are spreading, uh, uh, deliberately spreading uh, false information that can, add, but, but can actually create risk. <laughs> The information itself, if listened to, creates risk to the public as well. So, and that's that. That certainly is a need to manage that uh, misinformation campaign as well. Hmm. Got to manage that misinformation. Can't have people talking to each other in groups. They might realize that they're not alone. Tim. Yeah. No kidding. Right. It, which goes back to our theory that that's the whole reason they don't want churches. Hmm. Yep. Uh, somebody you know kind of joked around i don't know if it was no agenda social or where but they said hey you can't change the world by making memes and they said and then uh, the response was you know this country was invented by 50 or 60 guys making plans in bars you know who were hanging out post putting up posters yeah putting up exactly (laughs) putting yeah yeah, that's right writing pamphlets drinking beers in bars and coming up with ideas I saw a good, uh, I guess it was a meme, and it said something like, Happy Fourth of July. The reason this country, the reason you're even celebrating today is because normal citizens had military-grade weapons. Yep. Okay. Uh, moving right along, what else do we have in uh, in our show notes here that we need to go through in the, in the folder? Oh... You know, I there is some good stuff in there. Um, a listener sent me the a tip to check out electroverse.net. Okay. And I do I looked at the site for a while. I did throw an article in there. Um, it is a, a good you know anti global warming is probably the wrong phrase but uh truth telling about climate site and hey guess what the sun has a lot to do with the weather on earth it's crazy concept but uh anyway electroverse.net people should check that out and there is a a waning magnetosphere which is significant because that's what protects us from solar um, solar wind, solar ejections. And with that layer of the magnetosphere weakening, we could, we have the potential for being hit by, uh, you know, large solar flare that would do some serious damage. So that's put that in the category of like, they know, you know, you can sense that you should be afraid of something and they always tell you the wrong things. So that could be one of the actual things that we should be worried about. Um, all the usual prepper stuff, probably a good idea. Yeah. Do we do we do we get food? Do we get guns? Do we get antioxidants? Do we get hydroxychloroquine? Do we get ivermectin? What do, what do we need? Uh, all good stuff there. Sure. Sure. Um, I'm sure we have to at least partially cover this since I live in Seattle, which could be going down the same road. Um, but this is 
all over conservative Twitter this week. Target says it's closing all of its six San Francisco stores early because of a crime spree, specifically thefts and shoplifting. Um, this is a way that they are. So this is a kind of a bunch of tweets that are kind of strung together by uh, someone living in um, San Francisco who is left leaning. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> so she says, uh, Target, let's see. This is also why they're rigging the Democratic primary against Eric Adams in New York. The radical left needs rampant crime to destroy private industry so that everyone is dependent upon the state. Adams is running on law and order. San Fran has always been the testbed for the left's most radical experiment, and things are going according to plan. Destabilize the city, let criminals run rampant, crush private industry. All necessities will then be provided by the state. The left is winning the war. There seems to be an impression among conservatives that the left doesn't support and protect businesses, doesn't protect citizens from criminals, and is trying to stabilize our our, our social order and society. On the last part about society, the right tends to critique Branding white people as oppressors, recasting American history as rooted in evil, and undermining meritocracies. Um, San Francisco has a lot of national attention as we are a petri dish for many progressive ideas. Harm reduction in housing first approach to an addiction and homelessness, high taxes, decarceration, ending bail, lax prosecution. There are early signals that politics are having a significant impact on the Bay Area. 45% of businesses in San Francisco are still closed. San Francisco, California exodus is extremely real. Remote is here and in many parts because people don't want to go downtown, remote working. I think we will start to experience a real shift in the outlook if real estate prices start falling. This could occur due to a recession, remote uh, guts of cities, younger workers and fewer buyers, crime driving out the elderly families and women. Well, and I would say... You know, the the BlackRock buying up home story, or not just BlackRock, but um, I think that's the reason that housing markets in California, where everyone's leaving, you know, where your cost to rent a U-Haul is four times higher leaving California than going to it, uh, because everyone's leaving, no one's moving in. You know, that's where those high-level... Uh, you know, retirement fund level investments are going. They're buying up all the properties that would be sitting on the market and driving housing prices down. But right, it's not which happening is, which is they're still getting snapped up. Which is straight out of RoboCop from the late 80s. The whole plot was that they would pay a bunch of criminals to go into an area and make so much crime that people would move out and they could buy up all the real estate at, at pennies on the dollar. <laughs> Which it's not pennies on the dollar, that's for sure. But, uh, but maybe it's pennies on tomorrow's dollar. I mean, is BlackRock tied into the Federal Reserve? Can they just pull a lever and get some Federal Reserve money? Hey, 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 send it over here. Let's buy up all this land. Well, BlackRock's definitely tied in with the Biden administration. There's a lot of yeah. overlap there. Anecdotally, every single one of my friends right now is considering leaving San Francisco, and frankly, myself included. The biggest driver is cost is no longer cl- uh, cost of living. It's crime. My friends are scared for their children, and their husbands are scared for their wives. And it isn't about metrics. Nobody is saying that we are uh, – nobody is saying X up in this category. It's how they 
feel walking the street. It's walking a stroller next to a tent that has a pile of bikes next to it. It's being <laughs> screamed at or chased by someone who seems mentally unstable. What if I'm seeing, uh, what I'm seeing is that there, if there is a big enough incident, it shakes everyone up. Uh, it could be seeing a robber trying to climb into your child's bedroom, being pulled off your bike, or having someone chase you with a pipe. These are horrible. I mean, can you imagine? These yeah. incidents shake people up and their friends, too. Yeah, thank you. Five, by the way, this podcast is not very likely to continue if I see some person trying to crawl into my son's bedroom. Just, to, just throwing that out there. So it's going to be real hard for me to broadcast from jail because <laughs> it's not, not the best idea. Ultimately, I think that the biggest responsibility of government is to protect people from one another. Uh, this is obviously a left-leaning person. Uh, your thoughts on this? No? Maybe? What, what do you mean by... Th I, <laughs> I agree with them. I mean, I, I think it's accurate as to what people are... Why people are leaving. No, no, no. I just see... Uh, no, the, the, this last statement. I think the biggest responsibility of government is to protect people from one another. Oh, no. Please. Yeah, I disagree. It is place, out for you? Yeah, no kidding. It is in place to protect us from assault, theft, and robbery. Right now, the criminal justice system in San Francisco is just not working. It's allowing people to get high on very powerful drugs, terrorize one another's and neighbor's stores. It's allowing rampant theft, burglary, and car break-ins. It's allowing me mentally unstable felons to stab elderly women. There it's is no not, assault. It's not to protect people, but it is to punish crime. That's the point of the justice system is to punish criminals and then you do get some prevention because the criminals are in jail instead of still committing crimes. But just th this whole, like, oh, petty theft, let it go thing. What do you know? You get more petty theft and you get worse things. So. There's no social contract inherent in living in a city. We are crammed together in a small space with the expectation of understanding that we protect one another. I don't know where she got this idea. There is an expectation that our government will keep things functioning smoothly so we can coexist. The San Francisco government has abdicated on that responsibility. It is focused on equity and quote-unquote justice at the expense of fulfilling its basic duties. Fee caps, schools renaming, criminal justice experiments, public banks, red tape, corruption, and the list goes on. My whole life I've considered myself a proud, liberal, progressive San Francisco Democrat. Today, I am ashamed <laughs> of myself. your fault. <laughs> <laughs> today i am ashamed of my city i see smug ignorance of the laws and of unintended consequences moral grandstanding winning over data logic and facts radical candidates winning elections unopposed social justice warriors getting the government uh into government and wreaking havoc on neighborhood businesses and children have we been all asleep at the wheel uh yes <laughs> yes uh there's a reason that they did a poll on like what state do you hate the most and uh washington oregon idaho arizona uh montana if i didn't say that already i think all chose california <laughs> In, no, let's be careful too because remember a huge percentage of our listeners are actually from california i know but they hate it too they, <laughs> So uh, anyway, so this just goes on and on. I thought it was interesting, especially considering the uh, the leanings of the person who was reading this. But you know, 
Cal- or writing this. The California is- issue is very real and people are moving out of there like crazy. Mm-hmm. But I also think that this could be the future. This is kind of what they want. Well, and it it does seemingly work against the get everyone crammed into small cities thing, right? Like in unless this yeah, is like yeah, that's that is kind of it, it. It is working against that unless it's the buy up the dollar or buy up the uh, the land for pennies on the dollar mentality. And then I mean, like. It, like, hey, was, we're going to kick you out of your house that you bought in the country because no one's allowed to live there anymore. But guess what? We've got a nice, shiny new apartment for you in the city yeah. that you have to move to or we'll put you in a FEMA camp. Is that? No, no, no. It's going to be like China. You're just, you're just going to slowly get kicked out of the uh, country. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's funny. My wife and I were watching a movie last night that took place in the 50s. And, you know, one of the people on the on the show, on the, on the movie, had this uh, whimsical idea to move out to California. And, and, and like, it was so promising and exciting. Mm-hmm. And I, I turned to my wife and I said, you know, it's weird for most of our country's history. California was looked at as this promised land where there was sun, oh, yeah. and opportunity, and, like, everybody wanted to go. Like, hey, let's just go. Let's just go to California. Let's just do this. And it's kind of bizarre that in the last, especially within the last two years, completely – but within the last five to ten years, in, in very much accelerated in the last 17, 18 months, now it's the opposite. People are like, I got to get out of California. Well, the exodus from California was going on all, all the way back to the 80s. But there were still lots of people going to California up until the last couple of years or last few years. There's like, I want to be an actress, so I'm going to move to L.A. You know, there's that was still like a thing that happened. (laughs) Right. And I agree. There's the exodus has accelerated and there's no more like, oh, yeah, I want to move to California. Like. And true. Maybe there's still Southern California. I mean, actually, Northern California, too, but. Some of the most beautiful places on earth. Oh, yeah. I mean, San Francisco. You, I mean, you could not... see why people went there in the first place. Yeah. San Diego. So, I mean, San Diego is what most people think of when they think of Los Angeles. San Diego is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. Totally get it. I, you know, but there are still weird people out there. My, uh, I have a coworker whose girlfriend, he just helped her move to Portland. And I kept telling him the whole time, I'm like, you're just taking three, four days off of work. You just don't want to tell anybody what it is. Right. And he's, like, no, I'm moving my girlfriend to Portland. Like, I just kept laughing. I'm like, nobody moves to Portland right now. That's crazy <laughs> talk. You're not, she's moving to, like, moving my girlfriend to Portland. I'm like, you just want time off, right? Like, no, I'm moving my girlfriend <laughs> to Portland. I'm like, ha, do you own a television set? Like, do you understand what is happening right now in Portland? Is it a good idea? Gonna, well, you know. So, anyway. I did a little uh, digging on the World Economic Forum. Okay. Uh, we can cover that in the future times. Uh, Army, Army Times article, prepare for mandatory COVID vaccines in September, Army tells commands. That's interesting. Uh, so th- they're basically saying once it gets full FDA approval, we're going to mandate this thing. It's certainly a worry if you're in the military. So oh, about, for the military. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know, it's interesting. I did speak to someone who was in the army, um, and it was no longer in the army about the vaccines, and he said that it was a less than fifty percent of people in the military took it. Yeah, I mean, I supposedly it's more like seventy percent now have taken it, but I don't think I, so. I, if again, you trust it or not? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. And I, I don't know. See, there might be some red tape where they're not able to uh, um, to give it until, like, mandate it until it's approved. So they're still pushing people to get it, but not kind of well, like they did goes, me with the anth- that goes count- back to the anthrax vaccine because that <clears throat> yep. there was a enough of a blowback from that that they said, okay, if it's not FDA approved, we won't mandate it. Yes, and that's and that's what happened to me. Remember, I told the story before, I'll tell it again. I was told to go to medical and get my anthrax vaccine probably three, four times. And every time I was like, okay. And then I, I would leave. <laughs> <laughs> I would go smoke a cigarette and then go down to the break room and then go to the lunchroom and drink a Coke and walk around for a while and then show back up. And, you know, I just I just didn't feel right about it. Just didn't. Yeah. Just, well, just, survival yeah. instinct, my friend. <laughs> and my, and yeah. I wasn't awake to any sort of conspiracies at that point either, because obviously I joined the military. So but that was and I was able to get through on un, unscathed. I'd actually never ended up getting it. And which is different than when you first join, They're like, boom, 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 boom. They give you a bunch of them that you have. Like, you're not going anywhere. You're in boot camp. You get it. This yeah. was like, hey. You really need to go get it. I'm like, okay, see you later. Hey, it turns out you didn't actually get it last time. Now you need to go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's uh, that was a wise choice. I I agree. Did you see talk about the COVID vaccine? uh, Actually, not as relevant. Neil Oliver talk about the COVID vaccine for children. No, but I, I really have to go here. But. Oh, okay. Uh, then we won't it's, cover that. I have a, I have a four p.m. tea time, Tim. Oh shoot, you really got to go. Okay. <laughs> well, <clears throat> let's uh, let's wrap it up then. All of these, sh- I'm gonna take. I want everybody to know that there are often stories that we don't cover in the folder that we don't actually talk about. Yeah. You could and probably do, do a up- whole podcast with the stories we don't get to. Absolutely. And those stories all do end up in the show notes. I like to clean it out each week so that it's all right there. Um, and that is what we will do this week as well. So, you know, go ahead and tune in to the show notes. Uh, there will be all kinds of links there to different stories. Uh, since you have to run, you are uh, obviously required to give us words of wisdom before you run off to your tea time and then we're off for a couple of weeks so this is going to be words of wisdom to last us a few weeks <laughs> uh well you know, one of the stories we didn't get to was an australian talking head admitting that they cannot find a single case of outdoor covid19 transmission in the entire country so oh. I would just like, as words of wisdom, to call back to what we were saying 15 months ago. You know, get outside. <laughs> it's, uh, believe it or not, better for you than uh, sitting inside watching TV. Yeah, sitting inside watching the propaganda. Yeah, and tip, tips with Tim. Uh, don't, don't get a cold that you can't kick for several weeks. And if you do so, then uh, take extreme measures that need to be taken as far as 
take an antioxidants and every other thing known to man so you can actually kick it. So yep. um, also get outside, even though I had a bit of a cold this last week. The days that I rode my bike to work, I still was more productive and felt better mm. than uh, the days that I didn't. And I think that's because, you know, I get that vitamin D, you get that fresh air, you get a little bit of exercise, get the heart rate up. That stuff is super important. So take care of yourself physically. I keep saying it, but I think it's super important. Hey, I turned 40 this last year. I'm on my way. Gosh, I'm only two, three months away from 41. So it's important for me to... Uh, to stay healthy and do all that stuff. Uh, also, I just throw this in the show notes at the very last minute, but is graphene oxide causing what is falsely being referred to as COVID from Lou Rockwell, which is kind of bizarre. That came out uh, just yesterday. So mm. it's talking people. about that same study. So. Yep, exactly. So anyway, um, thank you guys for your support. Thank you for uh, sending all the, the the donations and producing this podcast. Thank you for all of the emails. We do get a ton of them, and we will try to return them over the next couple of weeks as we go on vacation, but may not get to them all. Also, please pray for us. Please pray yes. for uh, Andrew and I as we go on our travels. Hope that you guys all have a great week out there or a great month. We'll see you back here uh, towards the end of the month. Last week of the month, we'll have one more podcast out for you for July. Hope that you all have a great month, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Peace out. A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you say-